Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. Help. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Seller Die Podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. We have an amazing topic today, but before we get into it, let's talk about uh, some sale that, well, you didn't make the sale, but you were no. the buyer. Let's talk about what happened today. I collect books, as many of you know, and I try to buy used books and I negotiate the price. So there's a book that I really want. It's, they're trying to sell it for 200 bucks. I want to pay a hundred. <laughs> and the guy that answered the phone was the owner of the store, bookstore. And we went back and forth. We made friends and da da da. He was very pleasant. Oh yeah. Friendly. Very nice guy, smart guy. But he claims he doesn't run the store. His son runs the store. Okay. After the third call, because we missed each other, he said, so um, what about this book interests you? And I said, hold on, pal. You trying to close me on this? <laughs> but it was a hell of a question. It was like, okay, it's not do you want this? It's why do you want this? So it's so interesting because I was listening. I was like a, the fly on the wall, literally. And your first instinct was to respond. And you told him, you know, why it was important to you. And yeah. literally like why you wanted this book, AKA how he could sell you the book. And then. If I would have shut the hell up, I could have had it for a hundred. And then, but the bottom line was, I'm not going to probably pay 150 Yeah. And then you said, your response was, I have the entire collection except for this one. Right. <laughs> so now he knows, well, oh, shit, he's a real collector. He wants the one remaining book. Yeah. And he goes, well, no one else has it. I just looked for you online. I'm the only person who has this one book that exactly. you really want. Okay. So he said, you know, I've really thought about it. And instead of 200 it's two fifty. Take it or leave it. <laughs> he could have done that. Yeah. He could have easily done that. Yeah. So think about this, diehard. When you're out there trying to 
make a sale, if you don't know why they want to buy it, you're going to have a real problem justifying your price because the other person is going to be shrewder about it and go, you know, I can get this elsewhere. I can, I can do, I can have another friend who can get me a deal. You know, why should I pay it? Why should I pay you? Mm-hmm. Well, because you get me. Like, <laughs> I want to poke you in the eye with a stick when you say that. <laughs> a pointed one, actually. Oh, my God. But I think that you have to look at this from the perspective of, I would, this guy blindsided me with a great question. He did. Because you answered it honestly. And then you were like, wait a minute. Are you selling me? <laughs> you're trying to close me on this? You're like, I give you credit. That was, that was a good question. Yeah, exactly. And I think back to all the times I've been closed. I love being closed. I love when someone else tries to nail me on a, on a yeah. sale. I, I love feeling it. I love the exchange that's involved in it. And I think he genuinely did care. I think he genuinely wanted to know, what about this book is making you call him three times? You know, what, like, what is it? Well, first of all, they don't answer their phone. Used bookstore dealers are, in fact, the worst business people on the planet. Now, this guy claims he's buying 2,000 books a week and selling them. And I mean, wow. he's got a business and he's in he's in the outback. I almost said bumfuck. Anyway. He's, he's in the outback. And I, I feel like he's shrewder than you think. Yeah, He's not sure. like an old boy. He's like a, he's like a sh- smart boy. So let's get into today's topic. Yeah. What to do. If you feel like everyone else is making sales and you're not, dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I had a client call me recently and they mentioned. Throwaway line on my way back from the moon. Yeah. Well, okay. And they mentioned that they felt like everyone else on the team in all different states and all different territories, they were all making sales, but this person was not. And. You know, it's like, well, is it the territory? They have different funding schemes there. Is And by schemes, maybe that's the wrong word, but they have different budgets, right, in that territory. Is it the product in that territory? Is it, is it this? Is it that? Or is it you? And the answer is, for those of you holding on and waiting. <laughs> With an- bated breath. The answer is you. But let me go into it a little bit deeper so you can understand it a little bit easier. First thing, don't worry about other other people. Worry about you. That's number one. Number two, take responsibility for yourself and your circumstance. Stop worrying about what other people are doing or blaming what's not being done on some situation. Price, bad leads, whatever. And just start doing your best. I want you to also remember the best sales times in your life. Go back and recapture that, rekindle that thought and those feelings and start there. Start by believing that not only are are other people making sales, you're going to be better than they are. You're going to make more sales than they do and go out to the market with that. I'm reading this tennis mindset book and it's a a really good book because it's more about life than tennis really. But, um, one of the biggest things about playing is not your, well, yes, your ability to hit the ball, right? Like your ability to make the sale, but the mindset you bring to the court. And 
I think it's so true in life too, because if your mindset is in the gutter and you're like, well, I'm not making any sales and you're beating yourself up for it and you're thinking about how are you going to pay your bills everybody and else how are you going to go it. home no, to your everybody family? Everybody else is doing and, it. Why can't I do it? Yeah. And then comparing yourself to the other people and then feeling the, you know, the shit from your manager and just getting in your head about it. Guess what? You're wasting all that time in that negative headspace, getting in your head about it, getting... How are you going to make any sales if that's what you're thinking about, if you're thinking about not making sales? But Jen, you left out the best analogy of all in that tennis book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot I was going there. You need balls. (laughs) And if you don't have sales balls, you have plenty of tennis balls. But if you don't have sales balls, you ain't going anywhere. So put your sales balls on and put your framework of thinking on reinforce your own belief system. Tell yourself that this is going to come about enthusiastically, not pathetically. Stop blaming other things and other circumstances. Take responsibility for yourself and you're going to win. But I'm going to just tell you this. I I started out the sentence with no balls, no win, and I'm sticking with that. And girls, don't be like, well, I don't have balls. Listen, I have sales balls and I'm a girl. You don't need to be a guy to have sales balls, okay? If you want moxie, you can have it too. Right. <laughs> you can call it moxie. You can call it chutzpah. You can call it noblesse oblige. But the, <laughs> the New York City street term is balls. <laughs> Fair. And there was a woman the other day who was like, well, I don't have balls. It's like, we don't want you to have balls. You're a girl. It's fine. We want you to have sales balls. They're different. Balls, said the queen. If I had two, I'd be king. Oh, man. <laughs> so look at it from the perspective of, are you having fun at this or not? If it's frustrating for you, it's probably not going to get any better. And you have to put yourself in that winning position mentally and then physically. Yeah, I I was going somewhere with that tennis analogy and I totally lost my train of thought. Because I put balls in it. That's okay, die hard. You'll never know it. But it was really good. I swear. I swear. Go get the book. What's the book called? Uh, (laughs) It's called The Mindset of Tennis, I think, literally. So die hard's with that. We're going to end this ballsy meeting What? and challenge you that no matter whether you're up or down, your job is to stay consistently up. The only way you're going to do that is take responsibility for who you are, deepen your belief in what you've got, go out and execute in a positive, passionate way, transfer that message, and you're going to win. Until next time, I'm Jen Gittimer. I'm Jeffrey Gittimer, and I'm challenging you to get out there and (laughs) make a couple of sales, even if your balls fall off. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day so you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See See you you next week. week.